Chapter 10 of My Reminiscences by Rabindranath Tagore. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 10 Srikantha Babu. At this time I was blessed with a hearer, the like of whom I shall never meet again. He had so inordinate a capacity for being pleased as to have utterly disqualified him for the post of critic in any of our monthly reviews. The old man was like a perfectly ripe Alfonso Mango, not a trace of acid or coarse fibre in his composition. His tender, clean-shaven face was rounded off by an all-pervading baldness. There was not the vestige of a tooth to worry the inside of his mouth, but his big smiling eyes gleamed with a constant delight. When he spoke in a soft, deep voice, his mouth and eyes and hands all spoke likewise. He was the old school of Persian culture, and knew not a word of English. His inseparable companions were a hubble-bubble at his left, and a sitar on his lap, and from his throat flowed song unceasing. Srikantha Babu had no need to wait for a formal introduction, for none could resist the natural claims of his genial heart. Once he took us to be photographed with him in some big English photographic studio. There he so captivated the proprietor with his artless story in a jumble of Hindustani and Bengali of how he was a poor man but badly wanted this particular photograph taken that the man smilingly allowed him a reduced rate. Nor did such bargaining sound at all incongruous in that unbending English establishment. So naive was Srikantha Babu so unconscious of any possibility of giving offence. He would sometimes take me along to a European missionary's house. There also, with his playing and singing, his caresses of the missionary's little girl, and his unstinted admiration of the little booted feet of the missionary's lady, he would enliven the gathering as no one else could have done. Another behaving so absurdly would have been deemed a bore, but his transparent simplicity pleased all and drew them to join in his gaiety. Srikantha Babu was impervious to rudeness or insolence. There was at the time a singer of some repute retained in our establishment. When the latter was the worse for liquor, he would rail at poor Srikantha Babu's singing in no very choice terms. This he would bear unflinchingly, with no attempt to retort. When at last the man's incorrigible rudeness brought about his dismissal, Srikantha Babu anxiously interceded for him. It was not he, it was the liquor, he insisted. He could not bear to see anyone sorrowing, or even to hear of it. So when any of the boys wanted to torment him, they had only to read out passages from Vidyasagar's Banishment of Sita, where it he would be greatly exercised thrusting out his hands in protest and begging and praying of them to stop. The old man was a friend alike of my father, my elder brothers and ourselves. He was of an age with each and every one of us. As any piece of stone is good enough for the fresher to dance round and gamble with, so the least provocation would suffice to make him beside himself with joy. Once I had composed to him, and had not failed to make due allusion to the trials and tribulations of this world. Srikantha Babu was convinced that my father would be overjoyed at such a perfect gem of a devotional poem.
with unbounded enthusiasm he volunteered personally to acquaint him with it by a piece of good fortune i was not there at the time but heard afterwards that my father was usually amused that the sorrows of the world should have so early moved his youngest son to the point of versification i am sure gobinda babu the superintendent would have shown more respect for my effort on so serious a subject in singing i was shrikantha babu's favorite pupil he had taught me a song no more of braja footnote krishna's playground end of footnote for me and would drag me about to everyone's rooms and get me to sing it to them i would sing and he would throw an accompaniment on his sitar and when we came to the chorus he would join in and repeat it over and over again smiling and nodding his head at each one in turn as if nudging them on to a more enthusiastic appreciation he was a devoted admirer of my father a hymn had been set to one of his tunes for he is the heart of our hearts when he sang this to my father shrikantha babu got so excited that he jumped up from his seat and in alternation violently twanged his sitar as he sang for he is the heart of our hearts and then waved his hand about my father's face as he changed the words to for you are the heart of our hearts when the old man paid his last visit to my father the latter himself bedridden was at a riverside villa in chinsura shrikantha babu stricken with his last illness could not rise unaided and had to push open his eyelids to see in this state tended by his daughter he journeyed to chinsura from his place in birbhum with a great effort he managed to take the dust off my father's feet and then returned to his lodgings in chinsura where he breathed his last a few days later i heard afterwards from his daughter that he went to his eternal youth with a song how sweet is thy mercy lord on his lips end of chapter 10 read by lambda